You're listening to the Mowing in the Dark podcast, where we talk about business, family, and life. Now here's your host, Aaron Sutter. Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter, and today we have a special guest with us. And uh, before we do go any farther, let's uh, go to our show sponsors and hear from them. Today's show is brought to you by the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel. The Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel is all about helping lawn care business owners become more efficient so that they have more time for family, free time, and fun. So guys, I want you to head over to the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel, smash that subscribe button, and click the like button on one of their videos. Maybe leave a comment, support that channel. They support this podcast here. That would be much appreciated. Thank you so much. All right, and we're back. And our guest today is my very own son, Marcus. Say hi. Hi. You got to get a little closer. He just rolled his eyes at me. He's 11. <laughs> so he uh, he is in the mode of whatever rolling his eyes an awful lot at me so marcus is the 11 year old that comes with me he's my only 11 year old that comes with me to work on wednesdays so marcus tell us a little bit about how you like working uh in the lawn care industry i like running machinery yeah um what do you like most about running the machinery and what machines do you like running the most I like running my dad's... No, oh, I forgot the question. What what machine do you like running the most? Probably the Gravely mower. you got to get a little closer. <laughs> he just rolled his eyes again. You guys heard his little... <sighs> <sighs> All right, so what machine do you like running the most? His Gravely mower. You can just say the Gravely mower. You don't have to say his. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. So we're working on... Uh, the words whatever being very disrespectful. Uh, I'm going to let it slide right now because we're on a podcast and I don't want to discipline him on my podcast. So I'll let it slide. But uh, <laughs> um, so what is it about the Gravely Mower that you like doing? That I can run it because I can't run the tor- his big Toro mower. Why Why can't you run the, the, the grandstand? What's... What's what's the issue there? Why why do you have trouble running that? Just the controls are is difficult for my hands. Yeah, the the controls are too too wide. I don't They're know. They're too something, far away. Something like that. It, your hands are smaller, and yeah. so it takes a lot more work to do the hand thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that get, that takes time to get used to. I know I know some friends of mine who uh, they can't they don't like the kind of controls that I have on the grandstand either. They would rather have uh, a different type of control that they, they're more used to and takes less hand power. So that's understandable. We, we, we all can understand that. So um, this spring, we talked about you coming to work 
with me uh, this summer, right? Yep. And uh, you kind of said, all right, we'll, we'll think about it. And I said, well, we'll think about it, right? Because yep. um, back then you kind of weren't quite as mature as you are now. And I mean, you're still not that mature. Um, and so you uh, you weren't sure if you wanted to spend your summer working either, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's, you know, you want to spend time in the pool and you want to play. I mean, you're still in that playing mode. You're not all grown up. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when the first day that you came to work with me, can you share some of your thoughts on on uh, what what you experienced the first day? Mostly just being told to make straight lines and cut the grass. Yeah, cut. What was when I was teaching you how to mow? Because we had Marcus was running. What? Well, first tell us what mower you use mainly. I use a Tor. I use I use a Toro Time Master. That's right. Yeah, he uses the Toro Time Master, and it's a big mower and it's pretty heavy. But the nice thing about the Toro Time Master for all you guys that have uh, shorter kids or maybe a shorter wife or a shorter employee is that the Toro Time Master actually has adjust has an adjustable handle. It's very easily adjustable. And so the handle comes down farther. Um, you can make it come down farther. So it's much more usable for shorter people. Uh, whereas the, the Commercial 30 by Toro, that doesn't really have an adjustable handle. And so it makes it much more difficult for shorter people to operate that mower with the way the hand controls are configured. So um, I personally really like running the Toro Time Master because the way the handle is set up, uh, I have wrist problems and so it's much more comfortable for me to run the Time Master than it is a Commercial 30. So uh, do you find that to be true too, that it's pretty easy to operate? Yeah. Yeah, you like the personal pace system and all that? Yeah. Yeah. And over... Oh, we got a train coming in, folks. Hold on a second. All right, guys. So if you hear a little bit of noise in the background, that's the train that uh, we just stopped the podcast for. We have a train track that basically runs through our front yard. So it gets very loud here sometimes. We're used to it. We don't really even pay attention to it anymore. But for recording videos or audio, it gets very difficult. So if you hear a little rumbling in the background, that's just the train. And uh, we'll just have to continue on. Um, I do have a brand new podcast unit here that I'm recording with. And I made a mistake of pushing the record button again instead of pause. So this episode might be a little hard to pair together. But we're going to try to get going with it. But anyway, back to what we were talking about. So the Toro Time Master is pretty easy to operate for you, Marcus, right? Yep. Yeah. Um... So when I was teaching Marcus how to mow, not just necessarily our yard, because he has been mowing our yard for a while, but what Marcus really needed to work on is cutting all the grass and understanding that the basic fundamentals of mowing grass is that the first thing you need to focus on is cutting all of the grass, right? Yeah. And for someone that hasn't really mowed lawn before 
that's kind of a harder concept to understand. And then beyond that is mowing the grass well, right? Yeah. Because it's it's tough to, when you're first starting out, to focus on where you've been and where you need to go. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Marcus, we really worked on that a lot before Marcus started coming out with me on the on the route. And so he's gotten a lot better at cutting grass and his lines are getting straighter. They're not perfectly straight yet, but he's working on it and it's looking pretty good. The last time he came out with me, uh, he didn't come out with me today. He uh, has a little injury or uh, he had a procedure done on one of his toenails. He's, he gets ingrown toenails real bad. And so he just went to the doctor yesterday, got that taken care of, but he was a little worried about it being pretty tender today. So he didn't come out with me today, uh, which is fine. Um, it's been kind of hot. We haven't had a lot of rain. So um, some of the lawns were burned out today, so it made the route go pretty quick for me. But um, Marcus, what would you say is the hardest thing about mowing grass probably just your feet get sore and your legs get sore and then maybe just making the line straight yeah it it is hard to make the line straight you're still working on that but you're getting a lot better at it um i noticed the last time that we went out marcus really focused on making the line straight and he did a pretty darn good job so a few weeks back we i uh our first lawn of the day, I had you do something pretty special for you. What was that thing? can't quite remember. Well, it's a big machine. Oh, yeah. He let me mow the Torah or the Gravely on, uh, on one of his customers' lawns. Yep, on a backyard. Uh, so that's the last couple of times now that you've done that. Yeah. And he's getting better at that. Um, he's building confidence. Um, this particular yard, they don't really care too much about the lines. And so um, I've let him mow with the Gravely mower in the backyard and get more experience there. And as far as I know, he hasn't run into anything yet. So have you run into anything? little uh, tell-all here. Maybe just tap the fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see that, by the way. It was a little <laughs> pushed out a little bit. But it was it's just a chain link fence, and yeah. he bent it out a little bit. It's fine. Uh, they can bend it back if they want. Uh, <laughs> a little tell-all here, guys. You're getting it all on mowing in the dark. So, uh, let's see. So, you, a couple weeks back, we had something happen or we were getting ready for something or we had a rain delay the day before or something and we had a very long day what was that like for you that was your first 12-hour day I just wanted to come in and sit down yeah yeah what I mean tell us more tell what were you what was your body feeling like like I couldn't like I felt like I couldn't run around and my bones were sore just everything was sore. Yeah. Nice. We get some uh, big trucks, loud trucks around here, so I could I can't see that. We're on our back porch. Uh, I couldn't see that truck, but it was probably some junker. So yeah, Marcus was really sore. Um, I think you even skipped a couple of meals because you were just so tired. Yeah, I skipped like three meals. I just couldn't eat. I was so tired. 
and I was chuckling the whole the whole time because he, you know, they always Marcus and Levi, those are my two boys. They kind of always wonder why when I get home from work, I just want to sit down in the recliner and rest for a while. Now Marcus understands. Yeah. He, he gets it a lot more. So, um, well, it's been fun having you with me mowing lawns. Uh, what is something, uh, do you find anything that we do when we're out mowing? Do you, do you feel like there's anything special that we do? Not really. Pretty, just pretty much like any other mowing company. Yeah, but I mean like anything special for you. Mostly just letting me run on clients' lawns. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing that I'm thinking of that we do at the end of the day, we go out and we get Jamocha shakes, right? Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> this boy likes his Jamocha shakes. Uh, <laughs> and honestly, I do too. I like Jamocha shakes. So uh, that's something that's special that we do uh, at the end of the day. Makes us a little fatter. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's okay. Uh, you need a treat every now and again. So, um, well, it is certainly fun having you on the route. And, guys, I really wanted to do this episode with Marcus because uh, a question that I had is, um, should you get your kids involved in your business? Now, for me, I since I started my business, that was the idea is to get the kids involved, kind of teach them how to work you know, things like that. But I can also see where, um, you know, maybe one of your kids, if it's a boy or a girl, maybe they don't have any, any desire to get out there and work with you in that type of way. And that's fine too. I mean, Marcus has, when he was little and I had started my business, he'd follow me around with his little bubble mower and, and, uh, you know, I can see why he wasn't very good at mowing at first because he'd just pick up the mower and run across the lawn <laughs> and to to get behind me again to, to push the mower again. So maybe that was what he was thinking. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, it, it was pretty cute. Um, if you go to the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel, way back near the beginning of the channel, you can see a video of him doing that. I'm push mowing our yard, and he is, uh, he pushes the, his pop bubble mower for a while, and then he shifts gears and starts doing something else. I don't even remember what you were doing. <laughs> you were picking something up and putting it in a wagon or something. But anyway, should you get your kids involved in your lawn care business? Uh, there's some guys that probably don't want to. Uh, for whatever reason, maybe your relationship with your kids is strained or maybe you just don't want to have that burden of them being out there with you, whatever it might be, uh, I would encourage you to at least try it because it is an opportunity for you to teach your kids how to work and how to think. And I, th I really believe it's more important to teach your kids how to think than it is to work. I mean, yes, you still want them to have a very good work ethic, but you also want to be able to teach them how to think and think ahead. That is something that they don't teach in school. They don't teach you how to think. They teach you what to think in, in grade school. And so 
it's really important to give your kids that outlet to to learn how to think. And I found that with Marcus, he has started to uh, think ahead. So when there's something that when he finishes something up, he's automatically thinking ahead to the next step of what we need to do. And that is is really impressing me because that can take time for someone to learn. I remember when I was starting, I when I started out when I was 14, I started working uh, as an apprentice for a company called Michigan Dutch Barns uh, right near where I lived. It was owned by a relative and I started working as an apprentice there and it took me a long time to be able to start thinking ahead and start uh, thinking for myself and now it it's like second nature in pretty much anything that I do uh, when I was uh, in my phlebotomy externship at a hospital they were quite impressed with the fact that I once I got things down and I knew where I was going I wanted to take the draw tickets and just go by myself and draw the blood and bring it back, even as a student. And they started, once they saw that I was competent, they started letting me do that. Now, that could have been a liability on the hospital's end, because if anything went wrong, I am a student. They're supposed to have someone with me. But that helped me grow my confidence even more, that I knew exactly what I was doing, and, whoops, I'm sorry, and they allowed me to do what I knew that I needed to do. And it was, it, it's just a confidence builder. And I'm trying to do that with Marcus. Just once, you know, he is set up and ready to go, just let him go. Just let him do it. And in fact, we, on our route, on our Wednesday route, which is the only route Marcus helps me on because it has the most push mowing, um, there's... A part of town that we go in, it's actually our old neighborhood where we used to live. And um, the, the streets are pretty close together. And so we have one stop where we have two houses together. And just around the corner, we have another house. So what I started doing is allowing Marcus to get the mower off the trailer. We parked the truck right in front of our old house, actually. And um, Marcus starts mowing the two properties that are across the street from each other. And I take the, the Toro grandstand or the multi-force and, and a trimmer and I go around the corner and mow the other lawn. And I let Marcus just do his thing on the other lawns. And that, for me, that was really scary the first time because I'm not supervising him. You know, he's out there doing it on his own. And so I and there were some mistakes that happened there, but ultimately he does a very good job at just going and mowing the grass and he knows exactly what to do and he knows that when it's done it's going to look good if he does it the right way and he's gotten more confident. I've seen the confidence in him grow because I allowed him just to, to go and do it. And not, not be there to supervise him. Because nobody wants anyone breathing down their back, right? Yeah. You don't want someone looking over your shoulder every minute of the day. You know, you want to be able to just go and do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, the uh, 
the next step for Marcus is going to be probably learning how to run the trimmer. Yeah. Uh, Marcus runs the trimmer around the house, but he's still cutting a little low and scalping some areas. And he's not quite as efficient or uh, doesn't have quite the eye for detail yet in the trimming. So I still do all the trimming when we go out on our route. Uh, but Marcus does all the push mowing. And so I do the edging. The edger is a little bit more difficult for him. He's still not quite tall enough to run the edger yet. Uh, just the way the edgers are configured. You have to be, it has to be at a certain height to get a good a good cut. So um, he hasn't even attempted to run the edger yet. But uh, he, he does do trimming around the house and he's getting better. But he still needs some practice, especially with learning how to feather the grass and things like that. So that's his next step and next role in learning for the business. But um, really, there's something else coming up real soon here. Right? Mm -hmm. What what's coming up? School. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Marcus is going to be going back to school uh, in about two weeks here or so. Yeah. So, what do you feel about that? Are you excited? Are you bummed out? Yeah. I don't get to work anymore. Yeah. Marcus likes making money. That's one thing he likes. He likes making money. He doesn't really spend a lot of money. But he likes making money, and he's got quite the bank account. So um, he he really enjoys making money, and he uh, we've taught him that he needs to save some, he needs to give some, and he needs to spend some, right? Yeah. Now, you haven't done much spending yet. Yeah. But this winter, when we have more time, he'll probably start shopping for parts and pieces for his RC car, yeah. which is what he really wants to do. And uh, get that thing souped up. <laughs> and uh, it goes how fast right now? 30 miles an hour. And how fast do you want it to go? With the right battery, it can go like 35. 35? Yeah. Yeah. But you want to, what else do you want to do with your RC car? Like, what are, what are some improvements you want to make to it? I want to get some aluminum parts and some stuff to reinforce the clip-on body of it. The skin, do they call that a skin or a shell? They call it the body. They just call it the body. Yeah, that's what it says on the website. Okay, so what kind of RC car do you run? It's Traxxas Slacks, I think. Traxxas Slacks? Slash. Slash, okay. So um, what are some, well, you, you mentioned the body. What are some other things? improvements you want to make to it because you've talked to me about this and there's yeah. more that you want to add to it i want to get aluminum parts for it some new tires aluminum shock caps what else was there i can't remember what else okay but it's it's quite a bit of stuff yeah and have you looked at the prices on that stuff it, online oh yeah i estimated it with a calculator with all the stuff I would love to get, it would be like $130. Which is, basically, that's a little bit more money than one week of work. That's like a week and a half. Yep. Or so, you have that money, you have plenty of money to go and, and buy that stuff right now, yeah. right? So, why? what holds you back from doing that? Mostly that, that I haven't really had time to get on a computer and look it up. Yeah. Yeah. But that, you're going to do it? 
for sure? Eventually, yes. Yeah. I know that Marcus likes saving money, too. He, he, uh, he's a pretty good saver, and he is a very giving person as well. Um, Marcus's mentor and friend is pretty sick with COVID right now, right? Yeah, yeah he's in a hospital, right? Yeah. And he's on a ventilator. Well, they had to give him a different machine that cleans his blood and oxygenates his blood and stuff. Yeah, but he's on a ventilator, too. Yeah. And uh, it's been several weeks now, right? Like three or four weeks? Yeah. And uh, they have... uh, Our community here has set up a GoFundMe account for uh, Marshall Anderson. Uh, If you follow me, Aaron Sutter, on Facebook, I've shared that a couple times, and I'm going to share it again once this episode comes out. Uh, But you guys can feel more than welcome to visit that GoFundMe account donate a little bit of money every cent helps uh, support this family they've got a lot of medical bills and they are very giving people they they have just dedicated their lives to kids um they work at marcus's daycare and school yeah and um they really care about kids they have two kids of their own one is like three months old um and marshall is you know a very caring person uh, he's cared for Marcus since Marcus was three years old, and they've kind of created this bond, and um, they're very good friends. Yeah. And Marcus, uh, you donated a little bit of money to that GoFundMe, didn't you? Yeah. What did you donate? Do you remember? It was like 15 or $20. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Marcus is a very giving person. He's lent, he's given money to his brother. He's... He's done lots of different things with his money um, and toys. He gives toys away. He likes he likes giving. He likes the feeling of giving to people. So um, if you guys think about it, send up a prayer for Marshall and his family. Um, again, he is super sick with COVID, but we're seeing some changes in that, right? Yep. There, there could be some improvement there. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know. It's it's kind of a hit or miss type thing so uh we're just praying for him and his family and we've got lots of people praying for him and his family so um that's that's what we have to say about that right yep so to wrap up this episode marcus do you enjoy working with me yes you do um what's one thing that you enjoy about working with me either making the money mowing or getting shakes okay so it's it's uh pretty much very selfish things that you like about working with me that's okay yeah but i like mowing so (laughs) so um but dads especially um i would encourage you to at least visit the idea try it a few times See if your kids want to work with you. Maybe not as young as 11. It depends on the kid. Don't force your kids to work with you. I left it as an option for Marcus. I didn't say, Marcus, you're going to come work with me this summer. Mm -hmm. I just said, you know, if you want to, we can make it happen. And so we did. Yep. So, uh, and he seems to enjoy it. He likes uh, getting out and working hard and sweat. Well, he doesn't like sweating too much, but um, but it's been a good summer, and we've got a couple weeks here yet that Marcus has to make some money, 
and um, fund his college so that me and mom don't have to do it. <laughs> and so uh, to end the, this episode, I want to read a Bible verse. I'm starting to do this with each one just so that, because uh, I'm a believer in, in Jesus and uh, our whole family is, and I think it's just good wisdom. So this verse is very applicable to what we're talking about here, especially for dads that work with their children, okay? This is Colossians 4.21. It says, Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. And I have found that to be true with Marcus. If I get really down on him, he gets very discouraged, and he kind of shuts down and doesn't want to work anymore because I've really... I've put the screws to him and really yeah. criticized him. So um, I'm, I'm working on it. It's tough because you're running a business and you want to be efficient. But at the same time, you got to remember that you live with this person too. And they they have a respect for you that is different than an employee would have for you. So um, remember that if you're working with your kids. And fathers, just uh, have grace for your children push them hard. I mean, I push Marcus hard. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's not a question of that. It's of having grace in your heart for them when they screw up and, and maybe aren't moving as fast as you would like them to. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode. Thank you so much to our sponsor, the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel. Go check them out over on YouTube. And as always, I will see you in the next episode.